don't even know what I'm going to do for this week. Let's see. Uh, chapter book, no. Bear Scouts book, no. What haven't I covered yet? Oh, Berenstain Bears help around the house. No way I covered this one. It's the one where Papa Bear doesn't want to do any chores, so he convinces Mama to not do chores. Yeah, I just did this one a few weeks. Wait a minute. This is the same story, but it's... Uh... Oh, for crying out loud. Welcome back to Deep in Bear Country. Hold on, I'm ripping these off. Okay. I had to take those headphones. I was wearing headphones and it made me sound, I sounded like a robot in disguise. I couldn't stand it. Welcome back to Deep in Bear Country, a Berenstain Bearcast. I'm your host, Phil Gonzalez, and this week we are going back to the place we were before. Let's all go back to the story we've heard before. Let's go back. I've got so much going on. Like, it's so weird. We're in this, like, self-enforced isolation. We are staying at home. We are working from home. We have our kids at home. We have everything at home. We are uh, around the people we are around forever and evermore. And yet, it is impossible. Like, it suddenly seems like I am... I, there is less time to do anything. I have no travel time anymore. I can make my own hours. I make my own schedule. But I, you see, there is just no time to even think about doing a Berenstain Bears podcast. It is the oddest thing in the world. So I'm going through my list of books I haven't covered yet. And I get to uh, this week's book, The Berenstain Bears, Help Around the House. And I'm like, that sounds familiar. Have I done this one before? Did I just forget to take it off the list? So I check. It's 1996. I'm like, all right, it's a family time book. Okay, we've done those before. Uh, this is the same. This is the same uh, series it had on the road, which we did, where Sister Bear almost threw up. It had say please and thank you, uh, and you know, a bedtime story. Hold hands at the big mall. It's it's the big format hardback books. There was only a few of them made, and but I was like, I think I've done this one before. What's this one about? So I start checking it out, and I was like, Oh yeah, it's the we just did this one. It's 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 the Berenstain Bears. Uh, trouble with chores or whatever. The one where Papa Bear's like, you're working too hard, stop working, and the house becomes a mess, and then Sister Bear poops on the floor or something. She did poop on the floor, if I remember correctly. Or there was poop on the floor. I don't remember. But in any case, it's the Berenstain Bears. It's the same plot. And that befuddled me because... I, it just it just didn't sit properly with me. Uh, but this is 1996's The Baron St. Bear's Help Around the House. I've not actually covered this book. I've, But I'm familiar with it. I think I read it and was going to do it, and then I was like, no, I'll save this for a time when it's more relevant, when I can have like uh, some kids on or some family people on or some chores people on and talk about doing chores, the porn's helping around the house. Uh, but now we're down to the wire, and I've got to record an episode, and I'm sitting on this book, and I do like these books, these family time books a lot, so I'm just going to... I'm just going to talk about this one. It's going to be weird because it's essentially the story we covered before, except less detailed. Uh, this one isn't done by Mike. This is Stan and Jan. Uh, it does not have honey in it. It does not have poop on the floor in it. It just has the bear family being the bear family and being relatively mild. Uh, I couldn't even read the opening narrate the first page. The only thing it says is the bear family lived in a treehouse down a sunny dirt road deep in bear country. It was a big, handsome treehouse where the members of the bear family, mama, papa, sister, and brother, lived very happily. And that's it. Like, I was like, well, that's not even much of an intro. Like, that's, that's how almost all the original books began. This isn't, a, this isn't anything. There's no revelations here. We have a nice shot of the treehouse. We have a nice shot of the stairwell, brother in front, then sister, then mama, then papa. 
Uh, we have the sconces with the uh, with the lights in them. It's just it's a pretty generic shot of the bears bear family, and not a whole lot of personality, not a whole lot to say. So I was like, well, is this even is this? I should have done this one as a bonus episode, I guess. But one thing they really emphasize in this version of the story is that the cleaning of the house is pretty much all down to Mama. The dusting, the bathroom scrubbing, the putting away. Because it really and it really shows on one page, Papa and the Cubs helped sometimes. Papa straightened a picture once in a while. Like he's holding his newspaper in one hand and sort of like nudging a picture frame over with this incredibly smug look on his face uh, in this image. And it says the the Cubs at the table every so often and once in a great while, Papa and the Cubs even cleared, washed, and dried while Mama put her feet up. So this one is really doing a great job at showing that all of the bears, with the exception of Mama, are absolute loafs and that Mama is a hardworking bear. Uh, She also does the laundry... She uh she makes all the food. She cleans the spider webs out of the corner. She sweeps. She scrubs out the oven. She vacuums. It says uh, there's a lot to do in a treehouse, and there's lots. And it's Mama who does most of it. Like Mama is just Mama is the laborer in this book. They're emphasizing that, but in, to me, that makes the point of the story come across even better. Because then, when Papa says you're working too hard, dear, he doesn't appreciate how much work she's doing. He's also reading a magazine or a book called Bear Country Sports. So it's not a newspaper. So it is nice to see Papa reading something other than the paper. And even Brother is like, why are you working so hard? The bath. This is my favorite. So Mom is scrubbing the bathroom sink. He says, why are you working so hard? The bathroom will just get dirty again. And I remember asking my mom that very same question about my bed. Why should I pick up my bedroom? I'm just going to get it dirty again. And that didn't make my mom happy for some reason. It didn't put a big old smile on her face with realization. She was just, she actually probably said something very angry at me. And then she's picking up the room and sister says, why are you working so hard? I'm just going to be playing with these same things tomorrow, which is what my child says to me when I try to tell her to clean up her bedroom. And it makes me very unhappy. And so Papa's like, look, just relax. Just let things slide, man. Don't, don't. Don't work so hard. And Mama looks pretty pleased with the idea. She's like, you know what? It's dusty. The bedrooms are messy. The bathroom's gross. But I'm just going to let it go. Just ignore it. So she sits in her chair. She puts those feet up, pulls out a magazine or a book. Can't tell which. And the cubs play with their toys in the den. There's cards and cars and blocks and teddy bears and dinosaurs everywhere. Uh, and Papa looks happy that Mama's relaxing. Mama is relaxing, but she does not look happy. She has a perturbed look on her face. And the reason is that the Cubs and the Papa start sneezing and coughing because of all the dust that's everywhere. Even though, as we all know, dusting is what makes dust be in the air. Not dusting is what makes dust be on surfaces. You actually have more dust in the air when you dust than you do when you don't dust. That's a little tip from Phil to you. Dusting is purely aesthetic. This I don't know if it's true, but I'm choosing to say it. And the, but it looks gross. Like if you if you make the mistake of rubbing your finger or like a cloth over something and you realize you haven't dusted in a while, then you have to go ahead and dust everything because you've now made it abundantly clear that this is the one clean place in your the one clean spot in your house. We have these two ceramic tigers in the living room and I was doing some cleaning some like deep cleaning, doing the thing where you're like cleaning like handprints off the wall that you don't even realize are there because they accumulate so slowly, like the one place where people grab the wall when they're walking through a room or around light switches. So I was going around, I was just cleaning smudges and smears off walls and stuff, and it's just basic home maintenance. I'm really good at it. I'm so I'm really good at that. 
And we have these two giant ceramic tigers. If you've ever seen my house, inside of my house, there's these giant ceramic tigers that we got from uh, Alana's grandmother, uh, dear woman. She, uh, we, 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 we inherited these tigers from her. And they're gorgeous, large, life-size tigers that sit in our living room. A bit incongruous with the rest of our decor, but I love it. And I was wiping one of them off with a rag and realized that what I had thought were were detailed shadows in in the ceramic paint, like the paint, was just dirt. It was just dirt. I would wiped away a patch of dirt, and that's when I realized this tiger was just had just accumulated grime over the like over the like decades like it had been dusted but never like clean 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 so i started but once i cleaned away that dirty spot i had to clean the rest of the tiger's head like it was that was it i couldn't i could not because now part of it was clean it's kind of like that scene from aliens when sigourney weaver wipes the dirt away from newt's face and then she's like well i guess i got to clean the rest of it now and that's a sweet scene i'm not comparing a child whose parents have been murdered by monsters to a dirty house but maybe I am. So the wet towels are piling up in the bathroom. Papa, and, and then Papa actually slips and falls completely down the stairs on a roller skate. Now we've gone from like a nuisance to a deadly trap. This is like Home Alone style shenanigans. Papa has fallen down a complete flight of stairs and is laying on his stomach head down with a, with a smile on his face. But I can only assume it's because he's trying to keep him screaming. Now things are very dangerous. Uh, this is this is leaving toys on the stairs is beyond letting things slide a little bit. But Mama looks pretty pleased. Now she's just chilling in her chair, watching the TV with a a, a can of a, a glass of lemonade in one hand. She has not a care in the world. But Papa and the Cubs are suddenly Mister and Little Cleans. They they are concerned about all the dust bunnies and all of the uh, the mess in the bathroom. Uh, they don't even show us the bathroom. They show us Papa looking into the bathroom with a sad look on his face, and it says, "The less said about the bathroom, the better." I'm just going to assume this isn't the this is a story where there are actual piles of poop. I'm going to assume that the piles of poop that show up in the later book were actually in the bathroom. That the the cubs had gone completely feral at this point, and were just like, I don't even know which which I don't even know where to put this stuff anymore. I'm just going to, what, there's a sink, there's a tub, there's a bath, there's a toilet. I'm just going to go right here on the rug. Like, I don't understand the way, the way society works. I don't understand the way it, to be civilized. And uh, things just get cluttered and cluttered, cluttered and cluttered and cluttered. And now we get the, uh, the classic Berenstain Bears nightmare sequence. This, this is, this is, this is just such a, such a staple in Berenstain Bears. Uh, and Baron Saber's storytelling and Baron Saber's lore. Remember, this is this goes all the way back to like the early days, the fantastical days of uh, of of the Doctor Seuss esque books, where where you were allowed to see giant sea monsters attacking them when they go out fishing. Uh, those flights of fancy gradually transmogrified into fantasy sequences and the the nightmare. So in Baron Saber's world, of course, when when the Cubs or Papa or Mama are having concerns, they have incredibly detailed and plot specific nightmares that scare them so much they wake up screaming so papa has a nightmare about a giant dust monster that chases him around the house and i gotta say this dust monster chef's kiss this thing is hideous it looks like a mashed potato man it does not look like a bear it looks like a ghoulish man chasing after papa brother dreams that the bathroom's gotten so dirty that jungle plants are growing in it and that an alligator or a crocodile is in the bathtub attempting to uh well I don't know what it's doing it's it's looking it's its head is pointed up its mouth is agape 
and it's looking at brother who is in the wrong part of the bathroom to be looked at by a crocodile. I can't explain anymore. They've had to like fudge the the position of the eyeballs. Uh, it, it'd be like if you were trying to look at something over your shoulder, but instead of turning your head to look, you had to like look up and then roll your eyes into the back of your head to do it. Like that's what this that's what this poor this poor crocodilian is doing. There's also a snake in a tree uh, or on a vine that leads into the bath. It's a pretty intense little picture uh, for a cub's nightmare. And then sister just dreams that all of her toys come to life and try to kill her. Uh, so you know, and, and I'm not. And you and you're like, that's funny, Phil. I probably did. No, it says uh, she dreamed the clutter of toys had come to life and was attacking her. So. Uh, there you go. So being the Berenstain Bears, they respond the, the natural way that any Berenstain Bear character responds when they have a, a mildly unsettling dream, which is they wake up screaming help and run into their parents' bedroom, except for Papa, who's already in the Cubs' parents' bedroom. He just screams help laying next to Mama, who doesn't look surprised that everyone in her family had nightmares at the same time and came running into her bedroom screaming help at the same time because this is what happens in the treehouse down a sunny dirt road deep in bear country. To which she says, I had a dream too. I had a dream that we all pitched in and shared on the scrubbing and the dusting and the putting of away things. And it says, my favorite page, we see a clean house, we see a toy box in the living room, which I didn't know they had. Uh, the family's standing there, Mama and Papa, their arms are linked, Sister has a dust feather duster brother has a broom and it says the bears not only lived happily in the big tree house down a sunny dirt road deep in bear country they lived happily ever after so wow oh boy this we could very well end here we could stop reading berenstain bear books at this point we could stop ever discussing i could this could be the last episode of my show if i chose if i so chose this could be the one that ends it because apparently they live happily ever after there is there's no question about it from this point on they they cleaned their house and that solved it that did it there was there was nowhere else to go it was it was it was they were one step away from happiness and all it required was for mama to just be like can you help me do some chores and they did and now they get to live happily ever after so uh yeah, that was 19, uh, 1996's, 1996's, yes, 1996's, The Stain Bears Help Around the House, Family Time Book, uh, from GT Publishing. I think I only have one left. I think it's The Stain Bears Back to School, and then I will have done all the GT books. I have two Cub Clubs left. Uh, I have, I have, sort of have, uh, there's a missing first time book that I've never released an episode for. Uh, and then we're back on, it looks, man, then we're back on to some chapter books and we're into the, uh, you know, we're, then we're fully into the random house books. I mean, I've done a bunch of random house books or maybe it's no, the Harper Collins books Then I'm fully into those. I've, you know, this is the point where I've started jumping around, but more, I'm more or less, I mean, I am but right now. This is, if you're confused as to what my game plan is, it's, I'm just doing a lot of like cleanup at this point. There's a lot of Berenstain Bear series and groupings of books that I've never gotten around to finishing. And it's not because I didn't want to. It's because I either didn't have my hands on the books, I had to wait for them to come in, or I just, I don't know, got bored. But at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. Because I can keep this all in my head. I can keep it all in my head and I know exactly what I'm doing, so stop bothering me. Um, there is no... Epi- no one's bothered me, by the way. No one has ever bothered me. No one has ever even said, why are you doing this? I don't even know if anyone... People listen to this show. They listen. They listen to this. 
I have to believe they listened to this. There was no episode based on this, which surprises me. There might be one that's like loosely based on it, but it's certainly not called Help Around the House or The Trouble with Chores or anything. Um, there's Help Around the Workshop, but that was a different one. We already covered it. So, yeah, the Berenstain Bears help around the house. The Berenstain Bears do their chores. The Berenstain Bears uh, stop cleaning, and then everything gets out of hand. Like, that's that's the theme. And did they ever do the trouble with chores? I don't think they did. Hold on. No, I was right. Uh, there is a vi- There are videos on YouTube of the trouble with chores, but it's actually videos of people playing the... Uh, computer version of the book that reads the story to you and has like things you can click on. But otherwise, nope, nope, no Berenstain Bears trouble with chores. So that'll do it for the Berenstain Bears Help Around the House. Uh, is it worth picking up? You know me. You know my thoughts about the Family Time books. They're large format. Uh, you have to buy them used. There's only a few of them. So yeah, go ahead. I love the. I love larger format Berenstain Bears books. I like seeing the bears writ large. I like seeing them. It's colorful. It's not that fascinating, but... It's straightforward, it makes its point, and I like the fact that they really emphasize that Mama is actually the only one who does any cleaning in this house. Uh, this isn't this isn't later when they were they try to make things a little more equal, just sometimes other cubs slack off or Mama takes on more than she can really handle, happily handle. This is no, this is she's surrounded by bums and she's sick of it. So uh Baron's very self around the house. Yeah, pick it up used. It's only a few bucks if you you know there's always sellers out there. These things aren't hard to find. Uh so thank you so much for listening and um boy, I cannot wait to get some kind cuz like last week I did like a really weird biblical dive and then I've been doing like these like weird like my baby books and stuff like that. Like I just want to get some kind of like semblance like some kind of theme going. I'm trying. It's just me. So uh anyone out there wants to produce a podcast and do all this work for me, just let me know, and I'll just hand over the reins. <laughs> after five years, after five years, please, please, someone take the reins. Oh, please take the wheel from me. That's all I ask. It's, boy, a boy is a struggle. Uh, this is me. This is me complaining about having a Berenstain Bears podcast, by the way. Uh, thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening. Thank you to all my supporters on Patreon. You guys are wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I promise, promise, promise I will get some more bonus material up there. As I said at the top of this, it's just hard to find time to do anything. Uh, but thank you so much for my supporters. Thank you so much for my friends who listen. Thank you so much for all my non-friends who listen. People I don't know. If you don't know me, if you didn't go to school with me or didn't live down the road from me and you listen to this show hugs and kisses to all of you except you know you know i'm not real like if you don't want that's not that's not no hugs or kisses to anyone to anyone at all uh just to the select few who have earned that position in my life uh otherwise thank you so much and i will see you all next time deep in bear country